Hi everyone, this is Isidro Fierro, Dean of the School of International Studies at US. It's a pleasure for us to have our podcast today. And today we have a special occasion, a special session with Dr. Lindenberg Dominguez. He's the founder and coordinator of the Interscholastic Persuasive Speech Contest. Hi, Lindenberg. Hi, Isidro. How are you? Doing fine. We are very happy to have you here because we want to chat with, with you and to share with the public about this important contest that is very uh, unique because it portrays the diplomatic, persuasive speech skills that the students from high school have. Can you please tell us a little bit about how it began and how it's uh, going through, this, through the years? Sure. Well, this event was created eight years ago. This is our eighth version this year, and we have it annually, usually in mid-October. And the event has the purpose of giving students from school, from high school, 11th and 12th grades, the opportunity to train and to practice on a persuasive speech. Okay? Now, what is a persuasive speech? It is a speech where a, the speaker tries to convince the audience about his or her point of view and or to recommend the audience to take a specific action. That's a persuasive speech. Okay? Great, uh, Lindenberg. Now, throughout the years that you have been coordinating this uh, fantastic event, what skill do you see students develop the most or, or lack the most uh, in this kind of contest? Right. It's either, like you said, a persuasive speech demands uh, training on different skills, and these are skills that are needed for university life and for their professional lives. And that's why the U.S. has chosen this event to present to our students. Now, the skills that are developed are several. For example, the first thing they have to do is to do research. The next thing they do is critical thinking. Then after that, they have to work on their speech where they have to work with intonation and vocalization. And they have to be able to deal and to reject the reasons and the arguments that the opponent ideas have in relation to their topic. So it prepares our students not only for university, but their, for their professional careers. Now, as we know, a persuasive speech is something that everybody needs in every different field. For example, a medical doctor needs persuasive speech to convince his patients that the diagnosis that he is giving is the correct one, and also that the treatment that he is recommending has to be followed on the dot by the patient. A lawyer, for example, needs a persuasive speech to convince his client and the judges where he's working that he is on the right position. An architect has to convince his client that his design is the best one available. An engineer has to convince his client that his construction of whatever building he's working on is the right one. So everybody needs in life a persuasive speech, and that's why the U.S. have selected this event. Great, Lindenberg. Usually this event, uh, the promotion, um, it starts around the month of May. We send invitations to the high schools, then the high schools sign up, they send us the coordinator's name, and then we have uh, different topics that the students have to choose, you know, and, and usually they choose two topics. And can you tell us a little bit what topics, you know, or how you come up with the topics so students can feel uh, attached or can prepare for those? What is the criteria to choose the topics? Right. Um, what we do is we send, like you say, in the, month of, in the month of May, 
we send a list of 10 possible topics to choose from. So each school that is participating in the event chooses two topics. They pre-select two topics. These topics have different matters. Uh, they have social matters, humanistic matters, uh, scientific matters, artistic matters. There are different topics, okay, of different fields. So the school chooses two topics, and the uh, English director of each school assigns an English coordinator, a teacher, to work with the student. The student is chosen in each school, and that student from 11th or 12th grade is the one who is going to participate in the event. Once they have uh, pre-selected the two topics, uh, we collect all this information, and we verify that there, there isn't a topic that has been repeated for too long. If there's a topic that has been repeated too many times, what we do is we, we request the school to change the topic. The, the point is that we should have a variety of topics on the day of the event. Now, on the day of the event, the students, the participant student comes with his or her coordinator, professor, right? And a committee from the school, a committee of students who are the future uh, speakers in, in the following years. And they present, they will have an, a chance to present their speech between five and eight minutes, Okay, minimum five, maximum eight minutes they have for their speech. And um, they do it one by one. And during the speech contest, there are three members of the jury, which are professors, they're university professors, usually two from the U.S. and one that is a special guest invited from, from outdoors. And at the end, all the students who have participated receive a recognition an official recognition for participating in the event because they're all winners. They have won in, in their school internally. And the U.S. rewards and gives a special recognition to the top three, first, second, and third place. Now, uh, do you see or can you recall any uh, how students deal with how nervous they are or how anxious they might be? Have you noticed something very peculiar or, or something out of, out of uh, the normal from uh, your past uh, competitions? Well, yes, it's normal to see nervousism among students. Usually, uh, not all of them uh, are nervous in the moment of their speech. There might be two or three, but once they begin speaking and they feel comfortable with their presentation, everything goes fine, and it comes out perfectly. We haven't had any major difficulty with that. And then also very interesting, you know, last year uh, uh, through the pandemic, we, we managed to do this online, which came out very good. But, you know, there's nothing like being face to face, right? You see the, the hand gestures, the, uh, the body language. Then, you know, it's difficult. I, I'm not saying that online wasn't good, but it was good. But uh, see the whole uh, when the student walks up the, the stage, the, the, um, uh, the body language, the hands, you know, it makes a whole new deal, right? As you said, persuasive, right? Absolutely. Body language is one of the skills that they have to develop. The way they stand, the way they move, the way they look at the audience. All that is part of the uh, persuasive speech. So, yes, it's very important. That's why, as you say, face-to-face -face presentation is definitely much convenient, much better. Also, what you mentioned is very interesting because to be persuasive is for every field, you know, architect, lawyers, uh, uh, whatever you, you want to say. But we always attract students from high school to college so they can see us they can uh, visit our campus they can fall in love with our uh, 
classes, our classrooms, infrastructure, whatever. And that's why we also have a, a very nice thing. We invite or we allow this high school to invite uh, the coordinator, of course, and somebody that is a year younger, so gets prepared, you know, get uh, used to the contest, so next year they can come and, and also be with us. And Definitely, yes. As we know, the U.S. is a first-class top university, so the students will definitely love everything about U.S., and, and offering them the opportunity to develop these skills and to practice and to train themselves is something very valuable for them. It'll help them, as I said, in university, in whatever university career they choose, it will definitely help them. And, and it doesn't stop there. Once they become professionals in their careers, it'll help them in the same way. And uh, it's also very interesting, you know, when you, uh, first, second year students from, from university say, oh, Isidro, I remember participate four or five years ago and, you know, it tell us, you know, it changed my life. It, it made me discover something new like a negotiator, uh, to go uh, into law, to to be uh, a lawyer, to 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 acquire skills that you mentioned that makes a big difference, right? Yeah, absolutely. Partici just participating in the event turns into a milestone for many students. Great. Uh, never here are the topics for this year. Uh, can you read to us uh, before that? Uh, I have these are the high schools that will participate this year, which is which are Unidad Educativa Javier. Uh, Crear, Torremar, Liceo Panamericano, Unidad Educativa Tejar, La Moderna, Colegio Alemán Humboldt, Monte Tabor, Logos, Colegio Menor, Unidad Educativa SEC, Delfos y Copol. Can you please tell us some of the topics and what, what is prepared for, for, this, uh, for this year's uh, contest? Sure. We have, for example... Will the fifth generation cellular network technology, that's 5G, right, have great benefits or harmful impacts on our lives? This is something that is discussable. All these topics are, are current uh, topics that are being discussed in different um, areas in our planet. Another topic is, are UFOs still a myth or an unrevealed fact? Another is COVID-19. Pandemic finally caused by humans in a lab or came from nature? Something that is also very polemical, right? Um, should online teaching be given equal importance as the regular form of teaching, which is on campus or face-to-face, -face, right? The traditional university will be replaced by online learning. Is this positive or negative? Okay. And is a two-state solution the end of the Israel-Palestine conflict? Topics like that. Great, Lindenberg. Just to wrap up this session, can you just give us the last few suggestions to our audience, to the students that will compete in uh, less than a month, uh, actually November 15, October 15, and two, three weeks from now, what suggestions can you tell them so they can do their best? Right. My suggestion is that first you do a good research on the topic. Be perfectly informed about the pros and cons of your topic. Of course, you have chosen one side. Either you're in pro or you're against your topic. But you have to be prepared with both. Why? Because you not only have to defend the points of view that you are defending, but you also have to destroy the arguments of the opponents to your topic. Okay? That's very important. That's a very important part of a persuasive speech. And to do that, you have to 
enjoy what you're doing. So that's why we always allow schools and, and students who are participants to choose the two topics that they feel more comfortable with, that they would really like to present and discuss about. Great, Lindenberg. That sounds great, and I'm sure the students will do their best. So we see each other on October 15th, and thank you so much for your time, uh, Lindenberg. Thank you, too. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. See you on October 15th.